Across Our Wide Missouri with Bob Pretty. Listen to show archives, hear about this day in Missouri history, and learn more about the Show Me State by visiting MissouriNet.com today. Citizens have argued for years the merits of restricting religious instruction to only the home or the church or whether it should be allowed in the schools too. This question apparently was one of the main reasons that a college was established by the Disciples of Christ, the Christian Church in Missouri. For a college established by a church, funded by a church, governed by a church, the school has maintained from its earliest days a surprisingly liberal philosophy on actual student involvement with religious life. It survived a peculiar funding crisis during the Civil War and a disastrous fire at the start of the 20th century, and then 70 years after its founding, it changed its name. A former school president, B.H. Smith, wrote in the 1870s that an aversion to teaching the gospel in public schools appeared early in the nation's history. Part of the problem, he said, was that those in charge of the schools yielded to the pressure of an anti-religious element, which, though weak at the time, promised rapid growth. It was with this situation facing them that a group of clergymen met in 1851 to set up a college. They sincerely believed that all knowledge and morals were based on the teachings of God. The driving force behind that early organization was the Reverend David Patterson Henderson, a minister of the Disciples of Christ, or it is more commonly called the Christian Church. They decided that Canton would be the place for their new college. The town contributed $50,000 to put up a building, and one of its citizens, Chauncey Durkee, gave 34 acres of land. B.H. Smith said that the school was not designed to advocate a particular faith, but to expand the students' general knowledge of God. Henderson traveled throughout the state looking for financial support for the new school, and it is said to have raised more than a million dollars. A charter was granted by the legislature, which made Christian University unique in its time. It demanded the school be coeducational, the school thus becoming the first coeducational institution of higher learning west of the Mississippi. The university attracted James Shannon as its first president. Shannon had been the second president of the University of Missouri, but he left that job after criticism of his work as a minister while he was the head of the state university. The endowment gathered strength in the first five years or so before the Civil War, but when war came, the financial support given by railroads in the South vanished, and an estimated $1 million of the endowment just disappeared. The school resumed in 1865 and was revived under B.H. Smith's leadership. Disaster struck in 1903 when a fire destroyed the old main building as well as most of the papers and records of Christian University's earliest days. School President Carl Johan, who launched a vigorous effort to put up a new building later named for Henderson. It was through his efforts and appeals, as well as those of the next president, J.H. Woods, that two St. Louis residents made sizable bequests to the school for dormitories and a gymnasium. Their names were Mary Culver and Robert Stockton. In 1917, the trustees of the legislature and the legislature agreed to rename Christian University Culver Stockton College. Culver Stockton, by the time it reached the century mark, had become a campus of 111 acres, and the student body continued to show a slow but strong growth. Carl Johann served as school president until 1914, and he became president emeritus, a position he held for another 16 years. Through the years, the college maintained the principle that set forth in its earliest days of not forcing denominational beliefs onto students, but as one catalog put it, to develop committed moral and spiritual leaders who are responsible in witnessing to their faith through service to the brotherhood of man. Culver Stockton College, incorporated on this date, the 28th of January in 1853. That was Across Our Wide Missouri with Bob Pretty. To listen to show archives, hear about this day in Missouri history, and learn more about the Show Me State, visit MissouriNet.com. <laughs>